the righteousness of faith. Our Father, we come to you saying thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit, for training us in righteousness and true holiness, for helping us to walk in peace, peace of heart, peace of mind, for guarding us that Jesus is our King of righteousness and our King of peace. And we purpose to be hearers of your word and doers in the name of Jesus so that we can be strong and stable and withstand any storm and conquer and advance and hold in every area of our lives. Father, saying strong and healthy so that we can be effective with you, from you, and for you in this earth in the name of Jesus. Now open your Bible with me to Isaiah, and we're going to start in chapter 61. Jesus is King Righteousness, and you who are in Christ Jesus, you that believe that Jesus has been raised from the dead, that have been born from above, that are new creations in Christ Jesus, that are sons of the Father, the Most High God, I want to tell you something right now, according to Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. I'm going to back up. We're going to read starting at verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. And it goes on from there, and it's good. Now look at that. You are a tree of righteousness if you are in Christ Jesus. You are a tree of righteousness. He is the root, and you are the tree with the branches that bear the fruit. You are in Christ Jesus, a tree of righteousness. And I am going to pray like Paul prayed for the Philippians over you. And it's Philippians chapter 1, starting at verse 9. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, or you could say discernment, hallelujah, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense, without offense, until the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and the praise of God. You are filled with the fruits of righteousness. Righteousness. Trees of righteousness bear fruit. The tree of righteousness bears fruit. There's going to be fruit on the tree. What is the fruit of righteousness? How do you 
allow that fruit to grow? How do you reap that fruit and eat of it or use it or, or give it away? How do... This is what we're looking at. The fruits of righteousness. You are a tree of righteousness. Now you are bearing fruits. If you are active in Christ Jesus and drawing from him as a branch does from a vine or a tree from its root, here you are. Now Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Hallelujah. The fruit of the righteous is on the tree of life. Romans 5 says that you've been declared righteousness unto life. Now that tree of life has a fruit of righteousness. He that wins souls is wise. Wisdom is a fruit on the tree of righteousness. And wisdom wins souls. Wisdom, it says, takes or seizes souls. It captures souls. Wisdom will grab the mind, the will, and the emotions of all men. It'll grab your own, and it'll grab those around you, whoever they are, even in the world. Because wisdom, the true wisdom of God, the wisdom that is from above, is attractive. It's beautiful, and it yields mighty results. You are a tree of righteousness. Now, there are fruits of righteousness. We know that we've been declared righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ and that we are now heirs of God the Father and joint heirs with Jesus the Christ, our head. Rome, not Romans, Revelation chapter 5 verse 9. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God. That's righteousness. Redeemed to God in right standing with him, walking in union with him, in, <laughs> in right fellowship, redeemed us to God by thy blood. You've been declared righteous by the blood of Jesus out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth you that have been declared righteous you that have been redeemed are kings and priests on the earth reigning as kings in life through the one man jesus christ if you have received according to romans chapter 5 verse 17 the abundance of his grace and the free gift of righteousness you will reign in life as a king Reign in life, the tree of life, the tree of righteousness, producing fruits. Verse 12 says, Revelations 5, 12, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. The Amplified says all the power and riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory and blessing. All of it. All of it. There's nothing left over. He did not leave a little bit behind. The enemy doesn't have some of what he took. Jesus didn't get most. He didn't conquer almost. 
He fully defeated the enemy. He fully stripped him of everything Adam surrendered. And in Jesus' name, you that are new creations in Christ Jesus are filled with the fruits of righteousness. It's part of who you are. It's part of your nature. It's part of your very being. It is your present inheritance. This is who you are, not who you're trying to be. And it's not what you're trying to get. This is who you are. Now, the key here is you need to believe it. You need to identify with this. So how, how do you partake of the fruits of righteousness? How do you yield this fruit of righteousness? You have to believe it. You've got to sow this into your heart. Remember what we read last time in James chapter 3. If we go to James chapter 3, we're going to revisit that in verse 17. And James 3 says, The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, or peace-loving, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. <laughs> and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Make peace. That word make there is those that author peace, those that produce peace, those that create, that make, that fruit, that practice, that yield peace. Peace comes out of a heart of peace, a peace-filled heart is a heart of peace and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. You need to sow the word of righteousness into your peace filled soil of your heart and it will grow up. That word will be nurtured. It won't be caught away by the enemy where there is peace. Let me show you that. Go to John chapter 14 and this is Jesus speaking. He says, in verse 1, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God. You trust in God. You rely on God. You adhere to Him. You depend on the Father God. You draw from Him. Believe in him. Depend on him. Jesus says, also in me. Just like you do him, believe me. 14 verse 27, peace. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace. Jesus gave us his peace. He gave us his peace. Not a peace. We're not trying to get peace. He gave you his peace. He gave you his peace. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. It's not the peace of the world. It's not just tranquility or, you know, there's not a war going on or, you know, you're having a good day. This is the peace of Jesus. This is shalom. This is wholeness. This is all 
divine goodness. This is all that pertains to life and godliness. This is the sum total of your salvation, your deliverance, your protection, your safety, your prosperity, your ability, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, all of it. This is peace. This is completeness. This is oneness and unity with him. He says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So a troubled heart and a fear-filled heart is contradicting peace. It's resisting peace. It's not allowing the peace that Jesus gave you to flow in it. Now Jesus gave you this peace. This is who you are. Now your heart, the very soil of the center of your being, needs to be sown with that peace. You need to believe that peace. You need to focus in on that peace and let it grow up without fear and without trouble. Jesus said, you have heard now I have said unto you, I go away and, and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that so when it come to pass, you might believe. Listen to this. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes and has nothing in me. The prince of this world. He's talking about the devil and Satan comes and he has nothing in me when you've got peace in your heart and your heart is not troubled and your heart is not afraid the enemy has no hook in you to come and get you he can throw his darts he can try to trap you he can try to get you into offense and into a snare but if you maintain the peace of the lord jesus christ and refuse to fear and refuse to be troubled and refuse to focus in on the problems of the world or the problems of the day or the bad thing that just happened to you or the thing someone said to you or that feeling of failure. You resist that trash. That's a lie from hell. You are a peace-filled, righteous tree producing fruits of righteousness because those righteous nature is in you and it comes out as fruit on the tree so i'm talking about you are the righteousness of god in christ jesus this is inward fruits bear outward they come from the inside out once you've got that fruit bearing in your heart you can see it you know it you believe it it begins to flow on the outside it's both places it's first in the heart and then it's in the life it comes from the inside of you out jesus said out of the abundance of the heart your mouth will speak and bring forth oh let's go over to there matthew chapter 12 this word is rich you know you're paying attention so you are understanding that you are a tree of righteousness and you are producing the fruits of that righteousness because you have been given power riches wisdom strength honor glory and blessing and you're gonna yield those things in active living you're gonna believe it and you're gonna have it sown in your heart in abundance and it's gonna come up out of you now Jesus said in Matthew 12 verse 33 make the tree good and his fruit good or else make the tree corrupt or rotten and his fruit rotten or corrupt for the tree is known by his fruit while you the righteousness of God the tree of righteousness which is a tree of life you are bearing fruit and that fruit is righteousness you are known by your fruit brother sister believer you're known by your fruit 
Jesus went on to say, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What have you put in your heart in abundance? Are you focusing? Are you meditating on righteousness and the fruits of righteousness, your inheritance, your divine nature, who you are in Christ Jesus? Are you reading your new covenant epistles? Are you reading Second Peter chapter 1? Are you reading Romans? Are you reading Hebrews and Galatians? If you're feeding on these letters on this word, you will realize that you are more than a conqueror through him that loves you, that you are filled with abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, and you reign in life as a king. And out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. Verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of the heart brings forth evil things. The tree is known by its fruit. You bring forth the fruit from your heart by speaking. Now what you have believed and what you have spoken and once you see this on the inside of you in the imagination of your heart for the God of hope, the God of expectation, the God of your imagination will fill you with all joy and peace, peace, peace in believing, in relying upon him and drawing and depending on him. He's going to show you things. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 15 verse 13. So you're going to sow this word in your heart. You're going to believe this word in your heart. You're going to be speaking it. You're going to be seeing it in your heart. And once you see what you've been saying and then you say what you've been seeing, All that's left is results. Something's going to take place for you or to you, from you, with you. There's different dynamics. The bottom line is when the time comes for the results, you will know what position you should be in, what you should be doing. Works of faith come after the fruit is ripe and the ripe fruit is that full image you believe it you see it you can grasp it in your heart you know it to be true and you will bear that fruit that fruit of righteousness now let's look at a few more things here we're going to see in Hebrews chapter 12 and this is about the father correcting you and directing you and teaching you and convincing you by his word and by his spirit this is the father the father I'm speaking about is the vine dresser that Jesus talks about in John chapter 15 where he talks about the branch bearing the fruit on the vine and the father being the vine dresser the father's the vine dresser Jesus is the true vine 
You are the branch and you bear the fruit of the vine on you. You bear his fruit. You draw from him. Now the father who lifts up and trains and trims and prunes the branch so that it can bear more fruit, according to John 15, well, look at this in Hebrews chapter 12. For whom the Lord loves, 12 verse 6, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens or educates and scourges every son whom he receives. I'm going to read it like this. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens. The Lord educates and he scourges. He convinces of righteousness every son whom he receives. You can look into that. Read Proverbs chapter 3 and you'll see what I'm talking about. Read other scriptures, Romans chapter 6, and you're going to see. <laughs> Read John. <laughs> Read John chapter 12. Read these different scriptures. Read John chapter 14. Just read the Bible. Read what Jesus said. You're going to understand and grab a revelation that the scourging is not beating you to death. He's convincing you of righteousness. And the chastening is not bruising and hitting and smacking and spanking. It's education. It's training. Now, he says in verse 7, if you endure chastening or training or education, God deals with you as sons for what son is he whom the father chastens not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then you're a bastard or you're illegitimate offspring but <laughs> and are not sons. Well, I'm saying to you, you are a son. You are legitimate. You are being trained and educated. And you're yielding to the father as he convinces you of righteousness, as he lifts you up, as he prunes off the filth from your life, and as he lifts you up into the light, and as he, and as he helps you and and leads you and guides you by his spirit and as you draw from the Lord Jesus Christ depending on his abundant grace and the death burial and resurrection and that conquering power do you see it you're free that's why I keep saying these things over and over again you are free Jesus defeated death hell and the grave you are free you're free to be who you are. Verse 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers that have of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he, the Father, for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. <laughs> now, no chastening for the present time seems to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peaceable fruit. Peaceable, remember? Peace? Peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Exercised, 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 exercised. Back up to verse, pardon me, chapter 5, verse 12. For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need the one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongs to them that are, have their 
ex senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I believe you're understanding this. You're following me now. Romans chapter 6. We're going to sum this up here with Romans chapter 6. 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have, past tense, yielded your members' servants to uncleanness un and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. Verse 22. Now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end of everlasting life. You have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Your fruit, the fruit of righteousness unto holiness and the end everlasting life. So what am I saying to you today? I'm saying to you that you are a tree of righteousness and you in peace so the word of righteousness in your heart and out of the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks and brings forth good fruit and you act on it this is how you live it this is how you appropriate these things you take this word and you plant it and you plant it and you meditate it and just keep putting the word into your heart keep putting the word into your heart keep speaking it and saying it and expecting it and doing it and seeing it and not allow your heart to be troubled or full of fear or think contrary things or think like the old man that you once were long ago you're no longer that because you are you are a son of the most high god the devil has come and he's got nothing in you and therefore you reign in life as a king through the one man jesus christ father i declare the blessing over these in the sound of my voice and i thank you that you're working in their lives by the power of your holy spirit to understand what they just heard in jesus name that's the way it is. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.